Good evening, Top Down Rivalry followers. It is Bill and Jackson. So what does that mean? That must mean it's a Thursday night and we're filming the weekly review for you for Saturday. Yeah. How are you doing, Jackson? I mean, today in Pennsylvania, it felt like it was fall for the first time and it was wonderful. <laughs> you got to love that, right? You got to love that. So cool. Well, we got some awesome stuff for you tonight. And so, Jackson, why don't you start us off? I mean, so today is uh, Thursday, September 15th. Okay. It is Roberto Clemente Day. So happy Roberto Clemente Day. Yes. Um, and shout out to the Tampa Bay Rays who fielded the all the first all Latino starting lineup okay. today. So, And how did they do? Uh, I, I didn't. I haven't had time to check baseball scores. I've been with you. They've been, uh, they won 11 to zero today against, <laughs> Tampa, uh, against Toronto. Uh, they might have a, a few good players on their team. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. I saw the picture of the all Latino group squad and I was like, okay, this, this works for me. And then I was like, oh, uh, 11 to nothing. All right. Show offs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Roberto Clemente, Great baseball player. Only baseball player to end his career with exactly 3,000 hits. Fun fact. Um, even a greater human being. Uh, I think it's great that the MLB has a day for him. Has a day for Luke Garrigan. Has a day for Jackie Robinson. Because I think those are like the, the three, the big three when you think of just, you know, guys bigger than baseball. So I just wanted to kick off with that. Happy Roberto Clemente Day. Happy Roberto Clemente Day, everybody. So, um, so I'm going to take it a different direction. I'm going to talk a little bit this week about some standings and then some kind of fun stuff. So first of all, first of all, AL Central race. Are you kidding me? So the Twins have just fallen apart and the White Sox are holding on by dental floss and, you know, whatever. Uh, and the Guardians keep winning. So... Although the White Sox beat the Guardians today, which was amazing. So I think they only are separated. As of Thursday, they're only separated by three games. Now, most people have written off the White Sox because their manager sleeps in the dugout and things like that. But, hey, it's fun. Like, there's a lot of races that are a lot of fun right now. And we've only got 19 games left. It's hard to believe we only have 19 games left in the season. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really feel like it, but it, it, it's crunch time. It is for a lot of teams, it's crunch time, and for some teams, it's not. So, um, you say happy Roberto Clemente Day, I say welcome to the American League Central. <laughs> it's crazy. I it's mean, fun. yeah, that American League wild card race is, is still pretty, pretty open. I mean, yeah. Seattle has a half game lead, Toronto has a half game lead, Tampa Bay's there. You know, Baltimore's only four and a half back, those White Sox are only six and a half back. So, they're all kind of jockeying for, for playoff position at this point. Right. I mean, but, you know, Baltimore can go on a run here at the end. The White Sox go here on the run at the end. So you never really know. So Right. Exactly. 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 So um, that's my number one. What you got? All right. My number two is going to be talking about the great one, Albert Pujols. Pujols had a pretty, he had a pretty good week. I mean, Heard, heard he passed some guy named A-Rod, a Alex Rodriguez, whoever that guy was, on the home run list. He also surpassed 2,200 RBIs, becoming only the third player in MLB history to do so, behind Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. 
that's a pretty exclusive club, don't you think? <laughs> you know, it's it's there. I mean, it's a club, right? I mean, no, it's awesome. I Teal Albert is is awesome as far as I'm concerned, and. I said this, and you're going to hear this on a podcast that jumps or that drops next week. But I really want Tio Albert to hit number 700 at Chavez Ravine. It'll be fun. So I mean, he's only got yeah. three to go. I, I think he'll get it. That that run he went on in the past two weeks has it's been magical. It, it just kind of feels like it was coming. So yep. it'll be good for him to you know pass 700, pass 2200 RBIs, and kind of you know right right out in the sunset in good terms. Yeah, remembered yeah. more for the, the player he was in St. Louis than he was for the Angels. Can I, can I just tell you, I wish they'd lace him up for another two or three seasons and pass Barry. I swear I didn't take Bond steroids or Barry Bonds. I love it. I love I mean, it. But I feel I feel like without the shift too, his batting average would jump up a little bit. <laughs> it would. It very much There's would. A few more singles here and there. Exactly. Exactly. So your number two is Teal Albert. My number two is something that we talked about in a podcast that we just got finished filming, um, which will drop next week. Uh, and that is the National League East race. Now, that race has gotten crazy, crazy. Um, you have the Braves and Mets that are separated by a half a game. You have the Phillies that probably aren't going to catch those two, but are definitely a team worth you know watching. And then, of course, you've got Miami and, and Washington, and that doesn't matter. But I love that race. That race is so much fun. Now, you as a Braves fan, Jackson, I can tell that that's fun, but it's also frustrating at the same time, right? Um, but as a pure baseball fan, my team's not in it. I love it. I mean, it, it's one of those things, and you'll you'll hear about it all day on social media from both Braves fans and Mets fans. It's annoying that when your team wins, the other team wins. When your team loses, the other team loses. So it's it's they're just kind of sitting sitting there. The Braves are half a game back. The Mets are up. So the Mets will probably go one game up. Um, but I mean, they still play three more times than Atlanta, and I think that's where the division is going to be decided because. Despite the Mets having the easier schedule per se, I think the Braves have something that the Mets don't, which is I don't think they have the pressure to win the division. I talked about it a bit in the other podcast we just filmed, but you know, they, they've won three straight division titles and they've won a World Series. So the, the the pressure on them is to get into the playoffs, which they've pretty much locked up. They're ten games up in the wild card. So bar total and complete utter collapse, which I don't see just based off of how they've been playing since June 1st. Yeah. They're in and and they're one of those teams where they're good enough where they're in, they're dangerous. So yeah. I think Agreed. A, a lot of the NL East attention is going to be, can the Mets hold on and can the Phillies break their playoff drought? You know, be, being out here in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of buzz about the Phillies. They, they got an absolutely brutal schedule to finish the year playing against the Braves, you know, six, seven times and then they finishing the season against Houston. So yeah, they got – Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's like nine, nine, ten games right there. You know that you know you're playing really, really good ball clubs. So you yeah, know. Of, of their last nineteen, Jackson, they have seven with you guys, the Braves, two with the um, Blue Jays, and three with the Astros. Yeah. So the last twelve games are all teams that are vying for or trying to clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, and. 
I, I said it on the other podcast, so I'm kind of double dipping. But you know, health health has been a big issue for them. Could you imagine, you know, if they they were consistent and healthy all year? Yeah, they'd be right. They'd be right there. <laughs> that this this race would be even crazier. But yeah. you know, yeah, no, I I. I agree with you. I mean, and it, that applies for almost every team, right? What What about the Padres if they had Fernando Tatis? What if, if the Dodgers never lost uh, Walker Buehler or Clayton Kershaw or Blake Trinan? What happens if the Phillies never lost uh, uh, Bryce Harper? You know, what happens to the Like, it's crazy what these – and people think, oh, it's 162 games. you got plenty of time to catch up. No, no, no. Stay healthy. And then tell me you got plenty of time to catch up. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's the big injuries, you know, the the out for two three months that really make an impact on the season. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll bring up Mike Trout for example. You know, he's he's jumped up to like fifth in home runs out of nowhere after missing, you know, like fifty games. Yep. You know, so yep. imagine if he's there for those fifty games, we might be talking about a repeat of you know Maris and Mantle racing to break Babe Ruth's record instead of Correct. being Trout and Judge racing the break. Harris's record. Exactly. Exactly. I, exactly. All right, Jackson, what do you got uh, for your final thought here? I mean, we mentioned them every week. I'll, I'll take it from you this week that the, I'll rise for Aaron judge because you know, the, the man cannot stop hitting pitchers will not stop throwing him pitches over the plate. I mean, I understand it's hard because the man's like six foot seven and you throw anywhere near his, between his, his knees and his shoulder, he's going to hit it over the fence. But he's single-handedly carrying the Yankees right now. He's kept them afloat, even though Tampa Bay got with him like four games in the division. He's kind of helped, you know, just they're six and a half up now. He leads the league in every major statistical category except for batting average, which he's like third in. So he has a shot at the triple crown. And that debate from a couple of weeks ago where we talked about Otani and Judge, who's MVP, it, it's still Aaron Judge. He, he's, I still think Otani – Otani's a better baseball player. Aaron Judge is the more valuable player. And that's just, that's just how it goes sometimes, <laughs> you know? This is how we do it, as the song says, right? Yeah. You know, it's not Friday night, but it's Thursday night, and we're feeling all right. Um, I love that. I love that you brought up that. That actually wasn't on my list, Jackson, if you can believe oh. it or not. But I'm going to ask you a question for my number three. All what right. do the Red Sox – Marlins, Nationals, Cubs, Pirates, Rockies, and Diamondbacks all have in common. Are they all out of the playoff hunt? Not completely, but they're all spoilers. Oh. And they, you know, the Red Sox did a great job giving the Yankees a run in the last two days as a spoiler, right? And honestly, the way that these wild card races are, guys, if you don't know this, if you're not paying attention to the National League wild card race, Milwaukee's two games out as of Thursday night. They're two games out behind San Diego. If San Diego loses two games and Milwaukee wins two games, they're tied. They're tied. And so there's a lot of these teams that are uh, teams that you think, oh, well, they're they're kind of out of it. No, 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 no. They're going to they're going to play guys that need their as you know, people like to say, get their their cup of coffee up in the major leagues and try to figure out if they're any good. Right. These are, these are guys that are going to um, make a run at it. Right. And these guys are guys that are still going to play spoiler. 
I'm looking at the schedule for the Brewers, and they do a New York run, right? So they do three with the Bronx, uh, three in the Bronx, and three in Queens. But then they got four with Cincinnati, two with St. Louis, three with Miami, and then after the three or four with Miami, and then they finish up with Arizona. Uh, guys, if you're not paying attention to that race too, what are you paying attention to? You got races in, in essence, the National League East, the American League Central. The American League East is still tight. It's only six games. Um, and then you've got the wild card race with the O's still in it, and you've got the Brewers still in it. I mean, my gosh, we're we're 19 games away from the season ending, and we still have what five, six, seven teams that, and yeah, you know, can the Phillies break their playoff drought? Can the Mariners play, break their playoff drought? Does does Tampa or um, Toronto have enough gumption to stay in it? You know, those that's the arguments that that you have to make, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and talking about spoiler teams, the Cubs. The Cubs, for example, just swept the Mets. Right. Uh, game Game two is really notable to me. Adrian Sampson, who I've never heard of before, outdueled Jacob Degrom. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you said, it's the guys that that are hungry, and that's that's why these teams are dangerous. They have nothing to play for except for the guys who are playing. The team has nothing to play for, but the guys in the game do. Right. Which, which right. is even worse because they're willing, they're willing to take the risk. They're willing to go in. They're willing to, you know, play their hardest 100, 110% because, you know, they don't know if they're going to be on a roster next year. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm looking at the Padres schedule, for example. They got four with Arizona, three with Colorado, uh, I'm sorry, three with St. Louis, three with Colorado, then three with the Dodgers, four with the White Sox, who are still vying for a, a playoff spot. And then they end in uh, versus San Francisco at Petco. That's brutal. So it's not like if I'm looking at schedules, just schedules, Brewers advantage over Padres, right? Because, you know, there's one thing that the Dodgers love to do. They love to level up against the Giants. They love to level up against the um, the Padres right now. So, you know, take it on. And the White Sox are still fighting for their lives, too. So – when you're talking about the end of September, early October, and the White Sox are coming into town. Yeah. You know. Do you have any honorable mentions tonight, Jackson? Uh, just the Seattle Mariners and the other team. The uh, longest playoff drought in North American sports. Yep. Uh, I'm under the belief that I, this feels like the year for them. Their, their team, looking at their team and how they played in the second half. It, they've been really good, and you know, hats off to them. They took two out of three from the Braves. Yep. <laughs> game three being one of the wildest games ever. You know, they were up by five, and then the Braves tied the game, and then yep. took the lead, and then they hit back to back home runs. <laughs> yep. Or it was home runs, two home runs and three at bats. You know, for the walk off. But you know, Seattle is is one of those teams that if I was a fan of an American League baseball team, I'd be very scared of. They yep. pitch really well. Really good bullpen, really good starting rotation, especially yep. Luis Castillo at the front of that, and act, uh, surprisingly strong lineup. The number yep. the numbers don't pop, but the power does. Yep, agreed. agreed, agreed. My honorable mansion tonight is not going to make any top fan rivalry follower that's a female persuasion happy. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. I love the dress up getaway days, but for the love of elevation, Joey Gallo, we know you're ripped. Don't play a Chippendale dancer. 
right? You're going to make all of us jealous. I mean, this guy, Jackson, with his shirt off, he looks like he could bench press a car one hand and eat cheeseburger with the other hand. I mean, it it was crazy. And all these top fan rivalry followers that I interact with, they're like, did you see Joey Gallows? Yes. I see. You see Joey? Yes, I saw Joey. Did you? Don't ask me. I saw it. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, it was funny, but it was, come on. I mean, at least he could he could hit something. He hits the gym, but not the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, well, top fan rivalry followers, this is Jackson and Bill. Boy, we sure love doing this every week. And apparently you do too. You, uh, these have been listened to several thousand times, the episodes that we've done, which is phenomenal. We love doing it. Um, make sure that if you're going to order merchandise directly off the top fan rivalry site, what code do we use, Jackson? Uh, code Jackson. It's still there. It's still there. I don't, I don't know how, but it still works. It still works. It still works. And please keep in mind that Jackson and I are going to be posting content and um, Grand Slam Sam and I will be posting content on Locals.com. If you are not signed up for Locals, sign up for Locals and follow Top Fan Rivalry. Um, it's free to do. But if you do do that and you pay $3 a month, we're going to send you a cute little cozy. Uh, put your drinks in over the during the football season while you're waiting for baseball to come back on. Um, if you do five bucks a month, we're going to send you a t-shirt. Okay. Top fan rivalry t-shirt. If not, if you want to just buy a t-shirt on the site, go buy a t-shirt on the site, but make sure that you use code Jackson, but please understand that there's going to start being some content that you might not be able to see on Instagram and, and Twitter. And you're going to want to see. So, especially in the off season. So Jackson, I think another job well done by, by you and I on this one, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, well, We'll come back in a week and see see how the playoff race is doing. Exactly. Get a pulse, get a pulse on it. We're we're excited. Nineteen games left to play, guys. And yep. It's playoff time. So, yep. it's Charlie Brown pumpkin patch time, and it's October baseball. So, anyways, Jackson, thanks again for taking time out for you, top fan rivalry followers that are listening to this. Thank you so much for listening to it. We'll be back next week. Awesome.